Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. and welcome back to Projectile Lunchcast episode 31. My name is Marcel and I am, uh, uh, as usual, kind of excited to be here with my main man Richard ah. and uh, nobody else. That's right. So let's, let's do it again with Richard and uh, Richard. Ah. Ah. Excellent. Um, so yeah, it's just the two of us today. Um, Building castles in the sky. Kind of like, you know, playing, playing duos in, in Destiny for Valentine's Day. Which we did not do. Which is tragic, if you did, think about it. Did you it. do that with someone else? No, I could never cheat on you. You should have. Also, I don't have any other friends who play Destiny with me. I, I, Which I think, means I don't have any friends who play Destiny yeah, with me. Yeah, I was me. about to say, you might you might have meant that. Because I, uh, I think my days might be done for a little bit. That's My that's, Valentine's that's, days. That's, yeah, your Valentine's days. So before we dive into today's topic, as time on a, the, the um, tradition yeah. demands, yeah. dictates... We look at the games that came out on this day in history. It's February 20th, and man, it was a good day. It was? There's like several, there's even Marcel games on this list. 220 is the day. Even Marcel games. That's oh, amazing shocking. stat. Um, it starts with a not really Marcel game, but I played it for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Contra, 1987, like the original like, Contra original came out Contra. on this day. Do you know the code? Uh, it's the most cliche shit. I can't remember it off the top of my head, no. Okay. But I used to use it because back in the day, um, when, when League of Legends first came out, mm-hmm. and there were server queues, yeah. for a while it was possible to use the Konami code to skip the server queue for whatever reason. That's horrible. So like, as, as more and more people learned about that, I guess they disabled it because you know what's the point of having a queue if everybody knows how to skip the queue? Come every time I hear about League queuing, it's always something busted. No. No? Okay. No one. But yeah, I assume you've played Contra at some point. I've played Contra. On what platform first, the first time? And when? When it, you were still a wee young Richard Ling? Yeah, yeah. And it would be on Nintendo. Played it on Nintendo. I, I, I really, I think uh, Alien Wars is the Contra for me. That's the well, I don't know which that one is. I think it's Contra, Contra 3, the Alien Wars. Okay. That's the one I liked. Okay. Yeah. It oh. had, uh, it had uh, the boss from Mass Effect 2 in it. Interesting. Had, uh, so they giant, stole. They stole from Bioware. Giant turtle. Not quite. It was good. Uh, also, on this day in history, came out uh, Star Wars Starfighter in two thousand one. How many? Wait, there's like eight Star Wars Starfighters. This was the very first one. The one where you like, like you know, the Naboo Starfighter, like that yellow silver one from Episode. Not one. even like Tie Fighter, which no, no, Star like Starfighter. This was like the first, uh, like like of these games that were was like the console games. So wait, not the first then, not. Not the first hollowed Star Wars fighter. It is like, the first one that was called Starfighter. Yeah, but X-Wing and TIE Fighter. It's not the yes, first. Yes, there was okay. X-Wing, there was TIE Fighter, there was X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, and there was X-Wing Alliance. And all of those came out before Starfighter. Long before, but they were all on PC. And this one is the first like of, of these kind of games to be on consoles. I see. And to be based on the prequel movies. 
Thank God, because you and know to be called Starfighter. That's great. Everybody, everybody remembers those Naboo ships. I think I think they are like one of the visually coolest parts of those movies. Do you, have you tried spinning? Spinning what? Spinning. It's a good trick. Um, in 2007, a kind of Marcel game on this day came out, uh, Crackdown. Yeah. Remember the first Crackdown? Just like collecting orbs? Crackdown. Yeah. That was pretty addictive. Yeah, you get them orbs, you, you get to jump higher. I like Crackdown. They like felt like a pretty genius thing, like, cause normally, like, it's, uh, collecting stuff is like hit and miss for a lot of people, but like the fact that, like, as you collect them, like, you, you're more than able to collect more of them. That felt yeah. like a pretty cool loop. The end of Crackdown is stupid. Well, you can't have everything. But I, I also fondly remember, for, I think like this was one of the earliest like I, I ever had access to to a game that was not made by a company or worked for something. Because I remember like I was I was uh, on a train to um, to university. Yeah. And then I received a notification on my phone like, hey, we shipped your order of crack. I was like, that game's coming out in 10 days. I know. So I got it like ten it days earlier, or something. So that was pretty cool. That's weird that, that you got a you got a street date broken via shipping. That's kind of cool. And of course, some people also remember this game for being uh, for having the Halo Three beta access. That's sad that it was dwarfed by Crackdown's okay. It's, uh, it's, li- it's it, better than than Zone of the Enders. It's a little no, it's not. Shush. It's a of little course. weird that. Uh, that, that you work for the Codex in Mass Effect in that game. But other than that, it was good. The Codex? Like, what was the... What did they call it? You remember in Mass Effect... I think the Elusive Man, did. you mean? No. That's no, that's a celebrity. That, that's a... That, the Elusive oh, Man is voice... Oh, you talking about the yeah. voice. Yeah, the voice of the dude who reads all the dictionary entries. Like, Asari's are jellyfish people. You know, like, like that They're stuff. They're not. I know, but you get what I'm coming. You get what I I'm mean, coming. I never had sex with an Asari, obviously, but... Embrace the void and get back on track. That dude's voice is the same as the guy from Crack. Okay, no, sorry. I thought you meant, like, the organization or something. No. That's why I got... No, no, okay, no. Okay. And finally, now this one is very much a Marcel game, I believe. Okay. The 2015, uh, February 20th, The Order, 1886. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever meet up with the other four people that bought that game? I recently sold my collector's edition of that game on eBay and there was a lot of interest I'm because sorry. it was not available in Europe. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, it was like the, the collector's editions were US only. Oh, okay, interesting. What, what like, came in the collector's edition for that? A, a statue of Sir Galahad taking cover behind a, a broken wall. And not an entire werewolf? No, there was like, I had like, there were two collectors. This was the cheap one, like the really expensive one had a, a Sir Galahad uh, shooting or killing a werewolf. Was it shooting or killing? Well, I didn't check his pulse. They left it ambiguous. Because it's a statue. He was definitely shooting it, perhaps killing it. But to be honest, like, I really loved that. I really liked that game. Yeah. Um, you you uh, it, it amended one, your review real quickly. It is right one there. of the prettiest games, like, like coolest game worlds yeah. visually I've ever seen. Um, somehow the fights against the werewolves were by far the worst part of that game. That makes which sense. Which is kind of weird. No, that, that makes sense. Does it? Yeah, it almost it always seemed like they made a decent like shooter, but then couldn't do the main. It's like reverse uh, Dead Space. Never played it. You never played Dead Space? I never played Dead Space. But I owned them. That's... So yeah, Dead Space 3, there were a lot of people shooting back at and that was the worst part. And it's like, you okay, know, if you had two entries... You're doing your, your hand-to-hands. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, the order. So that's, very that's, much that's some that's some that's some interesting games. It's much better than like the lean weeks we we had in recent <laughs> times where it was like nothing good came out on this day besides like a I don't know SpongeBob game on a Chinese ripoff of the Nintendo DS. Have you seen the speed runs for those SpongeBob games? They're amazing. I'm not sure if you're being serious or facetious. You gotta watch some of the some of the AGDQ SpongeBobbery, SpongeBob speed run, SpongeBobism. He lives in a speed run under the sea. But anyways, yeah. Um, should we move on to today's topic? Marcel. Yes. My uncle works at Nintendo. Really? Yeah. Okay. What 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 news from from un- Richard's uncle? Is it Uncle Miller or is it, does he have a different name? Different from name. Different I can't. family. Shh. Okay. It's, it's okay. Super, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What what does your uncle from Nintendo say? They're making a new Switch. A new Switch, like yeah. a console. Yeah. Except this one's going to be shaped like a cross, with four, four Joy Cons at each. At each side. So it looks like a glaive. Yeah, yeah. And in order to get the most out of games, you have to spin it a lot. Don't tell anyone. I mean, to be honest, like that's probably not the dumbest thing Nintendo has ever done. If you doubt me, I'll have him ban your Nintendo account online. Oh. And then you won't be able to use your phone to play Splatoon. Can they even do that? Like, since you can just change your name and everything, can they even ban your account? How does I don't, it work? I don't think they can. I think anytime they want to do anything with the internet, they, they just throw chicken bones in front of... of uh, of Miyamoto and ask him how the internet works. So yeah, as, as you may have deducted from Richard's rather inventive uh, introduction to his uncle, um, today we want to talk about leaks, yeah. which uh, is a, a fascinating topic for me, personally. Yeah. It's something I love discussing. Okay. Um, it's also something that in my professional life I hate, so I'm, I'm, I'm a major hypocrite about this. Yeah. And I acknowledge the fact that I'm a major hypocrite about leaks because... You know, on, on the on the Marcel the gamer loves talking about leaks and seeing what's happening in the industry. Marcel, the professional communications person, is like lying the leakers up against the wall. See, so no, it's like it's like a little bit. You know, like, I don't think it's hypocritical. I think I think it's fair to approach things from a consumer side and from a professional side. I, I do that a lot. Like like if there's any like uh, like nefarious business tactics, you know, I'm like that's bullshit. The consumers. Need to be represented and respected, but if like I wor- happen to work for whatever company is doing it, I'm like, yeah, make that paper, stack, stack that money. I mean, you you've done a lot. Like for example, you you've approached like McDonald's both as from both sides of the counter, right? I try to approach McDonald's professionally, but in the end, it's just it's pure consumer, pure must must consume. shameful consumer M- must consume big risk team. Gotta do it. So. um how do you want to handle this? I got a. I looked up some some great examples of of you got some famous leaks. leaks. Um, you want to, yeah, you want let's, hear, let's, you want to hear let's, some? let's hear about some of the leaks, and then I'll ask you some of the questions I have about the leaks. I mean, a classic one, of course, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I mean, first of all, I have to say, of course, being a Ubisoft employee, the concept of leaks or stuff leaking early is absolutely foreign to me. Uh, the projectile that has never has no affiliations to any brand or. Or uh, company, uh, or any affiliations within. Does that sound legalese enough? I mean, I mean, you said legalese. I think at that point it's legal. Yeah, it's yeah, legally binding, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So this one is a classic. Um, in February 2013, yeah. a man went to Reddit claiming that he had been on a plane, and uh, in the seat in front of him on a the plane, there was a lady working on a laptop on a presentation for marketing plans for games coming out that holiday season, including a unannounced Assassin's Creed Black Flag with a cool, like, Crossbones piratey logo. What? 
Didn't this also happen to a Tomb Raider game? The same. Yeah, I, the same. I, I have the same thing. Yes, but like with Tomb Raider, it was even. It felt like even worse. Okay. But like so, yeah, that was that was the thing with um, Assassin's Creed. And of course, you no, know, as as is common, if somebody randomly goes through Reddit, it's like, "Lols, I saw this on a plane." People are like, "Well, fuck you too." Yeah, right. Until he was validated a few weeks later, I think, by Kotaku, who posted information about uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, including that Crossbones slogan. And the guy was like, "Look, I'm not a liar." So you'd think today that it would still be, "I want pictures." Like, how do these? I'll ask you that later, but one of the questions I'll have is how some of these leaks gain traction. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Like by 2013, like I think uh, you know, smartphones were already quite, <coughs> quite widespread. But um, maybe he has the decency of not taking pictures of random strange women on on planes. No, but I mean, he's sitting behind her, right? So he he could take a picture of the laptop without taking a picture of her. I'm imagining. I see you have a lot of experience taking creep shots of people. It's not a creep shot of people. I just, I just like creep shots of things. Of if you got a screen, I'm gonna take a picture of it. Okay, so yeah, that was uh, that was a, a famous example, of course, um, the, the black flag, you know, because then it became a joke of like, hey, don't leak shit on planes. How do you? And yeah, so then, just don't don't work on a plane, I guess. Don't work on your stuff in public. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be fair, like uh, the last time I went to GDC, I think it was 2016. Uh, we flew from Frankfurt to San Francisco, and obviously Frankfurt is like a major connections hub for Europe. Yes. So there were a ton of people on that plane, obviously going to uh, GDC, and there were a ton of laptops. Where I was like, "That's that's pretty much public what you're doing right there right now." So I think people maybe maybe not everybody has learned a lesson from this, or maybe you know sometimes as time dictates or whatever. But yeah, you still. See a lot of people, and it's not just gaming stuff. Like when I'm a trainer or like playing or something, I frequently see people work on stuff or check the emails or so. Where I think to myself, I could be reading everything you're doing there right now. Do you ever if think I, if I felt like it? So do you ever think that you should just be a vigilante about this and just shout out something? Oh no, dude! Like I'm half Iranian, I cannot be shouting on planes. Yeah, that's true. They that's, they will they will light you up. That's true. That's very dangerous. But I mean, me. like you know, you should just you should just make up a different franchise and just be like. Like, why do you have so many pictures of Space Channel Five? That's so weird. Yeah, they're, they're like, you know, I think people have been tempted in the past to just sit somewhere on a plane with a, with a made-up PowerPoint presentation of Half-Life Three, and then just hope somebody catches them. That would be neat. We should do this. I think we'd somehow still get in trouble, though. Oh yeah, we, we, the, there like will be there leaks. will be cases of people getting in trouble over Half-Life later in this. Yeah, later no, this I know. I, I get that. Poor Germans, but uh, but I mean, like. Can you get in trouble for a fake leak? You, I bet you could. Uh, I don't think you could. No, how? Oh, like depends on what you're doing with it. But yeah. I, mean, I think the worst thing would be that people will call you a liar. Just back in the days in high school when people called you a liar because your uncle did not actually work at Nintendo. No, no, no. I mean, like as an employee, of the when your industry, uncle actually worked at Sega, but you were admitted, no, ashamed to admit I was, it. No, I was on the right side of the console wars. Don't. That's it. All right, I'll tell you what. You go home and you try to play. Shit, what's an online Nintendo game? Tetris, a hundred battle royale Tetris. You can't anymore. It's gonna be banned. My <laughs> uncle banned you. Okay. But I was thinking, like, like as an employee of the industry, you couldn't. Uh, you you could probably get in trouble by just opening up your laptop and having a fake presentation there. If they could trace that back to you. Yeah, I, I probably some people would not be amused by that. I would imagine you'd get a stern talking to. Okay. What yeah. Else? So yeah, what people learned. Uh, some people learned their lesson about don't show stuff on planes. Yes. Some did not. Okay. However, nobody sent around a memo saying don't leak shit on the Montreal subway. 
The Montreal subway is the most dangerous so place to make in, sure. Exactly. I think this was like in October uh, 2016 or something. A man, and this time there was a picture, a man posted a very shaky cam picture. Yeah. He had taken off somebody's laptop on the Montreal subway. Nice. And that person was working on a presentation for something called Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, a game that would then be announced one and a half years later. Woof. Whereas like with Assassin's Creed, um, they, the game was announced like roughly one month after. That's a the, long... The plain thing, but here's like one and a half years, so that was... Um, yeah. That makes me, actually knowing that and having played Shadow of the Tomb Raider, makes me a little more disappointed in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Why? Because, I mean, I feel like they did the whole Shadow of the Tomb Raider thing about the eclipse, you know, and in, in the all the production material, there's like the fucking eclipse, and like in the loading screen for the game, there's a the fucking eclipse. The fucking eclipse doesn't even happen. Because you prevent it. Happens in like two seconds. Whoa, is, that, is that spoiler territory? Stupid. Yeah, here's a spoiler. Let's just, let's just like, since Busty's not here, yeah. but let me just like, um, you can play that game on the um, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, go play it on the Xbox Game Pass. Just don't fucking get too worked up about the Eclipse. Okay, so, and, and any other thoughts you have about leaking games on subways? In, in, a year and a French half, Canada? they were like, we're going to call it uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, it's got to have a shadow in there somewhere. Maybe well, we the shadows in that game are very pretty. Like, graphically, it's, it's quite impressive. It had some RTX stuff in it, right? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like a whole year and a half out to name that game, I feel like that's plenty of lead time to do more with the Eclipse. Nothing I could do. Total Eclipse in my Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, I see. I see. It's one way to look at it. Um, so yeah, like as we can see, definitely working on stuff in public is a theme that comes up occasionally with leaks. Sure. So be careful about that. There's there's other ways uh, other ways to to leak stuff. Um, obviously, a major classic retailers. Yeah, retailers the fucking bane of of anybody working in communications who doesn't want shit leaked or announced too early. Because they will do it. And I think like there's like one one example that stands head and shoulders above everything else, like okay. the the ur. A leak of, of retailers, you know which one I'm referring to? Mm-hmm. I know of one, but I, I don't think it's going to be. What are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Legion. Didn't that happen with Legion? Legion? With watchdogs? No, I'm. T- oh, maybe that was there as well. No, I'm th- yeah, I'm talking about like Walmart Canada. No. The legendary. Uh, a couple of weeks before E3 2018, yeah. Walmart Canada blew there and almost everybody else's E3 loads a few weeks early. By putting up pre-orders for a bunch of games like Borderlands 3, Rage 2, The Division 2, all of which had not been announced at that point. Um, yeah. It became a meme to the point where um, <coughs> for a while if you asked like it Software or something like, hey, what about this? And so they would just be like, well, just ask fucking Walmart Canada, I guess. <laughs> and they even like, funnily enough, like they, they after a while, I guess they took it in good humor that they put out for Rage 2 like a Walmart Canada specific edition. With okay. like a color, with like a cover that was just like you know placeholder image stuff like that, like That's as awesome. as was on there. So, they, I guess they made the best out of it. But yeah, that was um, uh, obviously for a while. It also became a meme more running. Yeah, I guess hmm, if one news, just ask fucking Walmart Canada because they don't give a fuck. That's a lot. There was a lot. Like yeah, clearly somebody was like, okay, we got all this stuff. Um, yeah, it says here. Let's see, embargo June. But come on, like I, I got some time before I go to lunch. Let's just put all these pre-orders up, I guess. Just click go, right? Something like that. Yeah, it's done. What, what else could you could you want? 
I mean, uh, the, the only, like the standout among those um, was the um, pre-orders for Splinter Cell game. Yeah. Which was never announced until this day, still not. So that was also funny that everybody was like, hey, all this stuff is happening. So clearly, there must be a Splinter Cell game and then that never happened. So Walmart Canada did not only blow their load early, they were also liars. You know, I bet you just said enough sentences that I could just edit this to make it sound like you announced the next Splinter Cell game. That's very possible. That's I'm not going to. Um, so if you could just say that for me real quick to save me the, the time, that would be helpful. Hey, Marcel, I, I can't be arsed to spend time getting you in trouble. Could you get yourself in trouble? Yeah, maybe? if you could just get yourself in trouble, that'd be good. So yeah, retailers. I mean, there's countless examples. The problem always being, obviously, that... Um, when you announce something, you want ideally pre-orders to be available right then and there. Okay. Which means you give stuff early to retailers. Yeah. And a lot of them really seem to be challenged by the notion of embargo dates. Sure. And I don't know, is it like time zones? Is it Is there another dates? industry that does this? Probably not. Um, well, yeah. Like, for example, like um, my, my parents used to own a bookstore. Yeah. And when I worked there, like sometimes like major releases, for example, like new Harry Potter stuff or so, like there was always like huge S stickers all over the boxes saying do not sell before this date. I mean, street date stuff, yeah. Or I you get, get that. trouble. But I'm talking like putting, like doing a uh, doing a controlled asset release list. I'm wondering if there's anything else. Cause like, I'd say anything entertainment related? No, I don't think so. Because like if a DVD, like when's a DVD coming out before they've already kind of, you know, like nobody gets hyped about the DVD release date of a film. And that's the oh thing. yes, they do. Well, that's sad. That's really have, have sad. You, have you ever seen like Marvel or DC fans or Star Wars fans? Yeah. Anything that has a fan and people will will go crazy. What do you over think is worse in terms of in terms DC of, fans? No, that's to be almost expect. Now they're both terrible. Look, I'm saying what, what's worse for them is it is it details of their film. Uh, leaking before it hits theaters mm -hmm. or the release date of their DVD. Like, the stakes just aren't as high. Yeah, no, yeah sure. But, um... I mean... Okay, sorry, then I got you wrong. I thought, like, you meant that does does any other industry work with embargo dates? No, I mean, like... Which, the, obviously, the, movies and stuff do, but, like, for the sales, yeah, okay. Like yeah, when, the, when do yeah, retailers that, have that much of an impact on any other thing like that? Okay, that's, that's, um... I don't know... <laughs> I mean, where an embargo can really be messed up, or like where something like it matters. Because I mean, like, like the, the one thing that I think we should we should kind of maybe double back on at some point is talking about why your uncle, my uncle works in Nintendo. Look, man, you keep it up. They will send someone to your house and get take your Switch. They will. It'll be like those old Wii commercials. They'd be like, "We would like you not to play," and then they just take your Switch and run. Um, what what's the deal with leaks? Like, why? Can you give can you give everybody a little background on uh, you know from from a from a marketing man's perspective, like just give me paint me a picture on what like embargoes do like why you're setting this up what what it, what it is what is the whole the whole tapestry that you're that you're getting into. Um, I mean, part of it is about control, and right. I'm not talking about the riveting action game by number Remedy. Two, number two game of the year last year. Number one, actually, for a lot for a lot of decent minded people. No, um, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, with with game announcements, for example, uh, sometimes you have exclusives to certain media. Yeah. Where in in return for getting exclusivity, you know, they will do like a a major blowout for you, like a cover story, for example. I think like that that was like the most classic example always, 
were back in the day when print media was still like the, the, the most important thing. Um, you would give a, a exclusive to a certain media outlet, often by country. So I would say, hey, you you are the only U.S. magazine who gets the story. You're the only U.K. You're the only whatever German magazine who gets the story. Yeah. And then um, you know, for example, if 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 like some somebody else has a story, it leaks somehow, or so that would, could could sour your relationship sure. with them because they're like, hey, we give you a story, like a cover story, and all of this to have exclusive info. Now everybody knows this shit already. And you still you still see some of that today, even in the day of digital stuff, like yes. IGN, like Game Informer. Yeah. Also, like Game Informer still frequently has has world exclusives. Yeah. Um, usually, then mirrored by Edge on the European side. Like it feels like very often they have the same. Same stories, or like uh, Game Informer has it like two weeks early, and then Edge has the same story or something I like that. Um, yeah, so there's, it's, there's it's, of course there's also like yeah, yeah, like print, like it doesn't have to be print. Like there's also online media who gets yeah. who gets exclusive stories frequently. Um, so it's about getting the message out as far as you can and controlling that message. It's also about fairness. Yeah. Um, between outlets, for example, if you if you do a press tour. And say, hey, um, we we gonna go to to San Francisco, show it to U.S. West Coast press. Maybe go to maybe go to New York. Then probably in Europe, frequently go to like London or Paris or so, and invite press to show it in there. But like that always means that somebody has seen it first, right? And if, if for example, if you first your first tour, uh, tour stop is San Francisco. And there's no embargoes. Like by the time like the European press get to see the game, everybody in the US has already written about it, right? You mm -hmm. know, and like why would anybody want to read their story anymore? Unless sure. it's like very hardcore fans who specifically want to hear that outlets or that reporters take on the It'd game. Extra detail, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so that's for example something where you set an embargo date to make sure that everybody has a fair chance yeah. um to to think about the stuff. Usually also you want to give them time to write something up. Because if you say, hey you you can play the game for five hours today and the embargo is two hours later you know that's not in anybody's best interest like they will have to race to meet that embargo date and they don't have time to write up a decent article as as the publisher or developer it's not in your interest to, to have somebody write a rushed article sure so frequently embargo dates are something like maybe one maybe two weeks after yeah. they've seen the stuff like so they have time to write up a good article you know maybe do an interview like also clarify stuff like you don't want somebody to be in a rush get info wrong it's, it's much better if they come back to you and ask hey by the way um There was this one thing said during the presentation. I'm not quite sure. Could you clarify that for me? Or is this bug me or in the game? Or exactly know? stuff like that. So yeah, like I think that is really a, a major component also to have that that aspect of like fairness uh, because like in the end, like developers, publishers, press, it is like a kind of it, it has to be a mutual relationship, right? Like both sides have to work together. And I don't mean in the sense of like you know bribery or shit like that, obviously. No, no, just it's, it's a symbiotic like, relationship. Exactly, like you know, um, it, it has to work for both sides because both sides have have an interest in in the press. You know, having the time to do a two day proper story about your game, uh, ideally, if if your game is shit, then yeah, well, I mean, it's also it's not the press's fault if you make a shit game. Right? No, but that, that's where that's where a lot of that stuff comes from, where people get weary if they're if the embargo is uh, past release. Mm. For example, yeah, like that. That was like in, in the past. That always was an indicator. If if the review embargo is is late, yeah. then that is often taken as an indicator that maybe the game isn't great or they're trying to hide something. Yeah. Whereas very early embargo dates are usually shown like considered as like, hey, that developer publisher seems very confident about your game that they let you know people talk about it two weeks early. Um, of course, you know if if you're expecting to get great reviews from mock reviews and stuff like that, then two weeks early means. There's a lot more time for people to pre-order your game if you have amazing reviews. So, but again, it doesn't always have to be that case. For example, um, 
a couple of years back, for whatever reason, Bethesda had an across-the-board policy of we don't give out early review copies. Right. And for example, so Doom 2015, was it? 2016? 16. 2016, amazing game. Fantastic game. Um, no early review copies. So a lot of people were like, ooh, this game's probably not great. And then press got to play it. And people, of course, got to play themselves. And everyone's like, this is a fantastic shooter. So it, it, it is not a rule that always works. For example, they with still, a lot of, they don't a lot of online anymore. stuff, they don't do that uh, because, yeah. because like... For like a really uh, online heavy game, it's kind of hard for press to get like a good impression of what the game is going to be like sure. in advance. So, um, yeah, I think that is really like that. That, that and obviously, yeah, you want to control your message. Like a, a lot of leaks, I think, are very frustrating for developers or publishers because, you know, like there, there's there's single bits of information like taken out of context, stuff like that. So yeah, um, I think a lot of it is really about like you want to present your way in the be- your game in the best possible way. Like so, when they- when there's leaks that take like individual things out of out of context, like here's a little bit of info about like one specific thing, you know, or like here's a a one shitty screenshot, or like here is here's like an unfinished rough cut of a trailer, stuff like that. You know that that right. that pe- and and I think a lot of people out there they don't have the like the context or the ability or even the willingness. To put that stuff into context, it's just like they see something like, oh, based on this like rough or inf- unfinished thing, I'm going to judge the whole game now. Sure. So uh, I think that can be very frustrating because obviously, yes, you want people to get the best possible impression about your game. So that's why you want to tightly control the message when people get to see what. Um, again, there can be stuff like exclusives where it's like, hey, um, the announcement goes out to everybody and then like in a couple of weeks maybe or a couple of months uh, I'm going to reveal a specific new element of the game and maybe that's exclusive to Polygon and then a couple of weeks later uh, we reveal another element or a different character or story beat or whatever maybe that's exclusive to IGN and stuff like that yeah. so um, leaks can really mess with, with plans like that yeah and uh, yeah, I mean, we can like I have I have some fantastic examples oh, yeah, no, of stuff like this I, I here. I just wanted to paint. No, I, it was it was a very good I, question. I really wanted the marketing man to tell you why it was important to lie to you. Yes. Wait, what? Here, here's a great example. For yes. example, uh, uh, StarCraft Two: Heart of the Swarm. Um, in December uh, December 2010, yeah, uh, there was a very rough pre-visualization version of the ending cutscene le- uh, oh, leaking. No. Um, that's uh, two and a half years before the game came out. And so that is, for example, like StarCraft. Obviously, a lot of people, when they hear StarCraft, they think about multiplayer and esports. But I think also for a lot of people, like the story is quite important for StarCraft and the characters. So um, two and a half years early, having like major plot points, like um, the death of a major character. Was it the Um, Queen of Blades? No, but she killed somebody in that cutscene. Um, that is, of course, like a, a huge blow, also for players, because you know, once information is out, once we know that people sometimes unintentionally, sometimes because they're assholes, um, will you know, will, will will happily spoil any information anywhere they can. Was it Jim Rayner? No, but he's also in the cutscene. All right, then I'm cool. But say so, yeah, that that is obviously that's that, all that the obviously Starcraft people I know. A, a huge blow to uh, to a dev team. Sure. Uh, and also community will have like you know the ending of a game like with major plot spoilers out two and a half years before the game comes out and like for example wow. this was an example so it's it's a previous yeah it it has placeholder audio yeah uh, it has um, so not only is it the ending it's like you're it, it's a shitty it's a super ending. shitty version yeah. of the ending yes because you know it's just like super rough animatics like sometimes in between there is not actual animatic it's like really just like a a like an image of like a, a storyboard in, in, in the yeah. between. So it is, you know, it is very clearly something was very early. 
Um, so have something like that out. Yeah, I think that is super shitty. That's that's rough. A, that's, that's rough for for the team because again, you know, you get, you do not get. And as we know, Blizzard, they yeah. can make great cutscenes. I mean, look, they really they really have been taking advantage of that lately. Because I mean, it was rough that they they put out all their crappy previous cutscenes two years ago, at BlizzCon for Warcraft, and then like this year they really tightened them up. So a lot lot better. Really came around for them. So yeah. I think that is is almost kind of unprecedented, like That's having really the ending one. of a game two and a half years out before the game is out. Uh, didn't they do the same? No. Oh yeah, no, that game never came out. I was like the when they when they wrote the end of uh, of Half Life Three, where it was like, oh, like yeah, fuck yeah. it. I, I what his NDA actually expired, didn't it? Uh, what he did is uh, was that Wolf? I think it was Eric Wolf. Yeah, like he wrote a a story. Yeah. About the adventures of one Gertie something yeah so it was like a gender flip version of gordon right and then he talked about like what gertie would do if she went to the arctic and it was very clearly right this is what the story of half-life 3 would have been that we, uh, sorry half-life 2 episode 3 that we planned back then i, I thought but, I'd that, read, but that's still different I, th- I think to this i thought i'd read somewhere that yeah that, that his nda was just like that that project was so old that is that his nda of a certain amount of time had just expired but so i mean ndas are are one way to control leaks Yes. How do they work? As a man who's signed many, um, usually the NDA and the, and the, and the AU sign says either don't talk about stuff, yeah, or don't talk about stuff until that information has been publicly revealed by the company. So it's like um, you cannot talk about whatever game you're working on until it has been announced, and then you can go on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, I'm a programmer on set game or an artist or whatever." Now, for for uh, employees, those are. Those can be pretty strictly enforced, right? Because you work yes. there. So, like, um, like what was the semi-famous Fortnite epic thing? Yeah, uh, like QA a, contract a, a, a QA contract like leaked some shit and he sued got the shit out of him. Yes. Uh, an employee also leaked those details and he got fucking sued. Um, but what was interesting? Yes, to uh, me, company takes t- companies take this rather serious. And personally, I I'm, I, I think they should. Yeah, I mean, they have to protect. I mean, I get it. Like, especially if you're going to go sign legal documents. Um, how often do you think those are enforced for players? Like, if you're going to sign people up uh, for a beta, you send out that kind of generic uh, NDA email, or by like continuing, you agree to this NDA. Um, I think like really like monetary fines or something is is I think is very rarely enforced with players. Yeah, I think there have been a few cases. Mostly, they just kind of boot your ass out of the program, right? Yes, usually, like I've I've had that like where where things were on the NDA, um, for example, during a beta phase, and then we just have have people who you know browse stuff like like YouTube or or Twitch, waiting for something to pop up, and if it pops up, you will look. Can we find who the players? Yeah, that's why a lot of like stuff that is under NDA will have those really obnoxious watermarks. And you know, like, and there you can also see how technology escalated. Right. Like back in the day, like you had somewhere like a small, uh, like static watermark, which is well, of like course super content, easy. Content not final. You know, which is of course super easy to to like crop a- edit, crop out or yeah. something, or like to block out. Yeah. So these days, um, like you will have like those big watermarks like move around the screen or pop up at different different spots or something. 
Um, so yeah, you, you keep an eye out for that. If you'll have like the account name or a number, like a serial number on the, the watermark yeah, I've seen as well. Sometimes, so w- yeah. whatever it is, like it is something that that is identifiable to the person. So, so you can you can track that player down. Yeah, you, you track you, them that, fucking down. That we 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 boot them from from the beta or whatever, and also like flag them that they they are not considered for future testing. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I think that is yeah for for players it is it is usually not that draconic. It can be more draconic, I guess, if you are a a influencer or something. Like if it's a YouTuber or something, obviously you will, or depending on how aggressive the company pursues it, um, they will you know either have your your like um, the video whatever you have taken down via a normal like uh, what's it called DMCA DMCA uh, yeah or uh, if it's of course again like I think Rockstar has been rather aggressive about this um they will also try to have like your entire channel so removed oh that was from red dead right like rockstar yeah rockstar. yeah they also there were was also a case in the past i think where two case and like personal private investigators to somebody's home that like, was for you have a lot of information lands, don't right? you yes yeah thanks randy yeah randy Randy doesn't fuck. I'm what, surprised, what, what, surprised what, what, that Randy what, didn't show up. I was gonna say, what would be more terrifying to you? Just like random, like a, a, a PIs show up at your door, or Randy shows up at Randy your door? Randy a million times. That'd be horrifying. Randy knowing your name. Randy knowing when you're where you sleep. That's not good. <laughs> Nothing good can come of that. Um. So yeah, I think yeah for 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 for, uh, for employees, it is obviously much. Much more so enforced. There's definitely been people like who, who lost their jobs over it. But it was um, just it's it's always interesting to hear for for outside the industry style is like you hear about NDAs a lot, but um, I don't think people get an appreciation for how seriously those things are are considered. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of it, what's interesting is I think there is a lot of legal precedent that companies can exercise, um, but I mean obviously it's not a super good look to you know sue a bunch of kids just trying to play your game so it's easier to just you know snip them right yeah but as an employee um, man yeah you, if you sign a contract you should be careful i think like as you said like at a certain point maybe it also becomes to a lot of people like it becomes such, such a standard thing like as you said yeah i've signed a lot of ndas every company you work for you sign an nda i think most places where you go for a job interview even if you don't end up working there you will sign an nda about yeah. anything that was covered in job interview oh, you sign you sign an nda for a studio tour right yeah studio tours there's stuff like um sometimes with specific games like if it's like a license or something yeah. like um then you will have to sign an individual nda with that license holder that goes beyond your normal employment contract and stuff like that so i think for a lot of people at a certain point it's just like give me an nda you probably don't even read it you just sign it and be like here let's let's sure. talk about stuff so maybe like for if you've done it too many times like it loses the impact a little bit because because you, i remember it, like it, the it, first yeah. time like the first time i went to job and you were something like i was like i'm gonna read this entire document like this is super important and these days like yep give me the thing we sign here okay cool thank you yeah so um which you know is not what you should do but no. um that's why you've I only think, got I one kidney it, so, I think it's. Well, I mean, maybe you should have learned that. And they lesson. didn't even give me that job at like Kidney Soft Inc. Maybe the name should have been damn, a warning. Damn it, Kidney Soft Inc. Is that where your other uncle works? That's my other uncle. Yeah, his dev kit's just a pizza cutter. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah. So I think, like, really, if you, if you look at leaks, like, there, I think you can categorize them into a few different things. Okay. It's obviously so external factors like retailers. Yeah. Uh, we've seen in the past le- uh, uh, games get leaked via merchandise, yeah, like T-shirts, um, keychains. <laughs> so all of these things happen. It is often that um, uh, 
you know, like like external people, like agencies, you know, like, sure. like marketing agencies, for example, like this the StarCraft thing to me looked like probably could be something that like was leaked, like by a marketing agency or something like that. Sure. Um, uh, and then in, internally, I think there's like there's two things. It's the intentional and the unintentional leak. Okay. And intentional leak is like something that that, that always uh, cracks me up because like there there's a lot of players out there who are convinced that if something leaks, that it was like intentional. That it's the grand scheme. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've I've seen that so many. I've I've seen people who are absolutely insistent and tell everybody that something was an intentional planned leak to drum up interest. Mm-hmm. For example, also in cases where I was on the other side and I know absolutely that was not intentional and there were like severe consequences for, for said leak. Yeah. But um, yeah, f- f- some people still insist. Again, yeah. like to me as a marketing person, it doesn't make sense because you want your product out there in the best possible sense. What do I have to gain from having like a blurry, shitty looking screenshot out there and people are like, oh look, there's all this interest. I'm like, yeah, but I would have gotten 10 times the interest if I put out a polished CGI challenge instead. That, that's that's just so the that's internet overvaluing itself sometimes. That absolutely yes, but like, you know, that's why I say like when I say intentional, unintentional, um, unintentional. Of course, it's often stupidity. It's yeah. like stuff. Oh, I guess this website should have gone up at five p.m. and not five a.m. Whoops, stuff like that. You know, like, sure. So right. like uh, where, it's, where it's like um, human error. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what we call unintentional leak. Intentional leak in the sense that I mean is where somebody intentionally leak stuff like he goes on 4chan hey i work on this game here's all the stuff i know why does it um, gotta be 4chan because 4chan has a has a long approach tradition of people leaking shit on there because uh, it's super anonymous i guess it's very anonymous i've never used it i would not know <laughs> unlike thq nordic but that was hn the good good ama um Woof. so yeah see that's like when when people talk about intentional leaks i always think do you mean intentional as in the sense of like i don't know the ceo of ea being like yeah um let's let's leak some blurry screenshots of of battlefield that's cool just go because uh, i really don't see that happening I've, i have never in my experience i've worked in games industry in eight for, for eight years now yeah i have never once seen an intentional leak in the sense of like somebody high up like making a conscious decision like yo leak that shit now to me an intentional leak is like an employee being like hey i want to put that stuff out could be for a variety of reasons sometimes it's for my credits it's you know just like getting getting internet fame yeah sometimes it can be stuff of like um let's say for example like some information was put out by marketing it's poorly received you as somebody working on a game are like but that's not what a game is about and like all the stuff they're hating it's not the real thing so you put something out to try to quell the masses like so it's it's like an ill-advised which which never ever ever works can you think of an example if you could think of an example where that's worked listeners you'd write me at projectilelunchcast at gmail.com i want to hear a good hook because i say it never ever worked so yeah, I, I think you know these are examples to me like of of intentional. So I mean, like somebody I, says like I'm going to give that information, but that in my mind still I've never seen it is where the company says part of our marketing campaign is you put out shitty blurry <laughs> pictures and then everybody will love us and that will give us so much more attention if we put out like a polished asset at our own time. I mean, I think the choosing. closest that I can think of is like who's the who's the dude for Xbox that always shows up in a T-shirt? Phil Spencer. Yeah, like like Lincoln. Is like, I'm working on psychonauts. Oh, like teaser? Well, yeah, but that that's not leaked to me. That's a teaser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's not not an asset, not a game asset that can be misconstrued. Yeah, yeah. It's a message that can be very 
like how do you say that? Like most marketing people aren't very creative, right? So it's like okay, they can't think of a really cool campaign to do that sort of stuff with outside of the traditional marketing campaign. So I don't know if there's a cool way to even leak something. Um, cool way to leak something. I mean, like, I, boy, do I have like a cool, cool, weird thing? Oh no. Do you know what the first time was that the world saw multiplayer footage of Halo 4? No. It was a video okay. uh, of somebody watching a VHS tape of Halo 4 inside a barn with really loud, obnoxious music. Why were they in a barn? I think it was performance art or troll, I don't know. How did they get the game? I can't remember like what the name of like It was uploaded on YouTube channel. It was new by a guy who made a channel before. Like, his name was like... Uh, 420 blunt smoker or something. Fuck yeah! So like it was, it was yeah. I think maybe it was performance art, but really it was like inside a barn. They were watching a VHS tape that somebody had recorded of the Halo Four, like an internal Halo Four multiplayer beat at Microsoft. Holy shit! Somebody and must I, have it, really enjoyed their time at Blunt Smoker's Weed Barn. And you know, that was, for example, a, a good a, a good example also of of the wording. You know how companies uh, handle such things because. When they were asked, hey, Microsoft, is this footage real? The reply was, we don't have any plans for a public Halo 4 beta. That's awesome. Which, you know, obviously doesn't address a thing at all. So yeah. like, that, is, that is very often something where you will see, where, where I feel that, you know, the words that are not being spoken are say just as much as the words that are being spoken. Let's so in not, a case like this, it's like, if you say something completely different, it's probably real, isn't it? Let's not try to uh, preach subtlety to the internet, because I don't think they're going to get that for a few years. I don't think that's leaked yet. Then another great example of an unintentional leak, uh-huh. uh, Bethesda. Uh-huh. They accidentally, somebody pressed the live button uh, stream to Twitch during the rehearsals for their 2015 E3 conference, Ooh. where they talked about Dishonored 2 a day before it was announced. Ooh. And it was great uh, because yeah, at first people thought like, hey, there was some teasing or something, like a fun thing. And then you hear like someone like, wait, is this on? Like, you've got to be shitting me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Those like, are always like, the best. It was like, it was... Who it was, was it that just had that recently? Was it Riot? It was, it's, it, they didn't leak anything because it was just like dude's desktop background. But he was like talking about like having a sandwich or something. The guy comes in and goes, you are live right now. He's like, what? And then cut. Like, I always love that stuff. So yeah, that was, uh, that's definitely an interesting, unintentionally just streaming your own rehearsals. That's a, bit, that's a new one. That is a good one. Because, um, you know, like, for example, that is something like, the, to the degree that companies take, take uh, leaks serious. Yeah. Like often at rehearsals for, for events or so, because obviously there's a lot of staff, there, like the technical stuff like from the venue as well. Uh, people will, will use code names or not even talk about like the real thing, I think for... Um, for they mentioned afterwards for the game awards when when phil spencer was there to announce the xbox series x yeah during the rehearsals he talked about something completely different oh well so it was he, just he, like you know the, the the tech rehearsal not about the content so he didn't talk at all about the thing that he was going to actually say on stage it's good it's probably for the best because like you wouldn't you wouldn't want to introduce any name confusion with the xbox console names and for example yeah like i remember again so on, on 4chan like there was somebody in 4chan who was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm staffing an event right now um, to announce the Nintendo Switch. And like, there's all these games. And everybody was like, dude, you're full of shit. And then the Switch was announced and like all those games were mentioned. Oh, and yeah, it was like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, he was right. Wasn't there like a, like a caterer who posted a picture for like Tony Hawk? So, something like that, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah it's, uh, it, it, it definitely does happen. Like Again, like anything where 
where where you have people outside a company, mm-hmm. outside the team or so, like it, the 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 chances of something leaking just you know. I mean, but there's it I feels think, like they increase yeah. tenfold, and these days because. Like the, the hype machinery for, for video games is huge. You know, there's yeah. so many people who are involved. Like, again, you, know, like you probably have like, and depending on the company, you have like a PR agency for every different country sure. or every different major or team that, the size of. That's people, you know, who have that information beforehand. Right. Uh, they give it to, uh, to, to press sometimes, like uh, some information is given to press in advance so they can write stuff up for an embargo when it is announced so they can have coverage ready. Um, you give it to retailers. <laughs> You know, like again for events, you have a lot of technical staff, events stuff, stuff like caterers, you know, like janitors, whoever that that are not part of your team, but who are involved in, in at a place where there are signs for this thing that you can, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, marketing exactly. material that can be. Yeah, you know, that, that's a different thing. For for example, I remember um, one year I was working at Gamescom. Yeah, and uh, a, a big part of the Blizzard booth was was all covered like in black cloth. Yeah. And then only um, after they announced uh, the Reaper Souls expansion, all that was taken down. So it was, oh, this is the booth. I mean, I, I did it myself. Like one time, I remember uh, when we announced a game, um, we we had like large, large uh, frame pictures of yeah. or, like the key art. Right. So that was that, that had to be all covered up at the booth. And then people were like, hey, what's behind it? We're like, well, I'm, I'm going to take it down in an hour and then you can see for yourself. And then they Stuff rushed like the stage. So um, yeah, there, there's just like just, and that is why I think a lot of people these days think companies leak something intentionally because it happens more often than it does yeah. in the past. But I think that is also directly tied to the fact that like these times, these days, there's probably a hundred percent more people, like hundred times as many people involved in the announcement of a triple A game than it was twenty years ago. Like, like Occam's razor slices towards. Yes, there's yeah. just so many people that just one person has to be stupid or malicious and or forgetful, like, you know. Forgetful. Um, obviously, you know, everybody has the internet at all times now, like on the phones. Yeah, the everybody picture, has a yeah. has a phone like yeah. with a really good camera. So like, right. that's why I think a lot of people are like, well, all these leaks keep happening. It's like, yes, yeah. because it, it's it's never been easier than it is now to leak sure. something, to have something accidentally leaked. And there's uh, there's there's two. I, you have to tell me if I uh, if I hit any of your future plans for what you're talking about. But there's also two other kind of areas of leaks that tie into that a lot for me. Uh, one is leaking via press. I mean, you got your boy, Jason Schreier. Nobody wants to get a call from Jason, you know, because he because he finds out about it. So that's that's one way employees find to circumvent their NDAs is to have a professional circumvent it for them. Sure. Yeah, because um, he will keep you anonymous, and he's got you know his press um, integrity to uphold of not telling on you. So, sure. what do you think of that? Um. I- I think like it's 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 one of those things where if if it's just like you know normal stuff like hey like a game, have a, like have a, like your game announcement or something leaked or something I think again it's very frustrating yeah um, and there there are some journalists who will to any small bit they can get they they will immediately run with that story right um, where obviously like. I think that such such journalists absolutely have an important function in the industry is like when it comes more to like stuff like whistleblowing like you know working conditions or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that stuff is yeah, that stuff is Because I think you know that is obviously useful. something where people break a, where break an NDA rights, but it's it's stuff that 
that needs the to be... The world should know. Sometimes needs to be exposed in order to affect change. Exactly. For example, yeah. like like Jason has, has recently reported that like he's heard from a lot of people at Rockstar who's saying that like after their big stories about about the crunch on, on Red Dead, like there's been notable improvement in the working conditions there. Interesting. So like, you know, that is something, again, where like I think it absolutely has, you know, whistleblowing in that sense has, has, a, has a purpose. Maybe Dan Hauser was the only one complaining about crunch. Could be. Maybe it was like, I need that crunch. I need it. I need the bends. I need the crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch every morning. Fucking, um, yeah. That's that's another interesting aspect that I just think needs to be quickly echoed. Is like the the size of journalists that work in this magic embargo marketing machine. Like big journalists want to be able to work with studios again because they want yes. business longevity, and they will get more hits from having the best assets, having uh, professional grade videos and interviews with the dev teams. Yeah. Smaller sites might get more hits by just leaking your shit. Exactly. Like it, it is often a case of like, or you know, where where um, yeah, where, where where some bigger ones will not. I think like for press, there's also like sometimes this really weird thing where you as press you sign an NDA, you have all the information about this game, you sign the NDA, mm-hmm. and then somebody else leaks, it and you're like in this weird position of like. I'm going to report about their leak now and only say what they say in their leak yeah. because I signed an NDA for the information I received myself. Right. So like, it's like this, this weird like hopping around of like, I know all this stuff, but I cannot say it because I signed something, but they're talking about it right now. And, and I can I'm report not be, about yeah. their reporting right. without like breaking my NDA, you know, which again is like a little bit weird. And some people will do that. Some people won't do that because, you know, it's still maybe like a jerk move, but it is, it is a bit weird. But I do have like uh, three more Keep more leaks. Do you remember Project Beast? Uh, I that's me every morning. I'm Project Beast. No, you should remember Project Beast because it's very relevant to your to your misguided gaming interests. Okay. Uh, start of May 2014. Yeah. Uh, found on 4chan. Yeah. There were some images, uh, some screenshots, very blurry, and then later clips of something called Project Beast. Yeah. It was a allegedly, allegedly a new game from From Software. Uh, a lot of people thought it was Demon Souls, maybe, because it was very dark. Yeah. And then some people noticed that guy has, had, does he have a shotgun or a gun or something like that? And, um, you know, like there was a lot of speculation. A lot of people, agree, even though it was very blurry, it was to a degree where you think, like, either somebody really needs to get a life or this is, this is real. Because it showed, you know, different locations. Because, oh, you know, obviously, fake leaks are also a big thing. Yeah. Um, and, for example, I think this year there have been several leaks of, of, allegedly what the next Assassin's Creed game is going to be and the people are like look at this like it's the first screenshot of a Viking village and somebody was like well that's a, a stock Viking village asset that you can buy in a Unity store that's probably not real <laughs> so you know there's a lot of fake stuff it's also probably case, not unreal because yeah, very good Unity very good <coughs> game dev humor I like it. it so yeah but in this case with Project Beast a lot of people assumed it, it was it had to be a real game you know maybe it's not from because that also something that happens that people take stuff from one game Put a more interesting brand name, whatever, on it, leak, and then see what happens. Sure. Um, that here was like, this looks like a definitely like a real video game. Who knows what it is? And then uh, six weeks later, Project Beast was announced as Bloodborne by Sony and From Software. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's like uh, to me that that kind of weird leak thing is in the same vein as like a teaser for something that doesn't exist yet. It's like we put out this teaser for this thing you've never fucking heard of. Like, what are you teasing me about that you're making a project? So I, 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 I would probably feel the same way about that because I'm picky and, and pedantic. I have to admit back then I thought it looked cool when I saw it. It still looks cool. 
Yeah, that's a cool art direction. Then, um, do you want uh, do you want uh, uh, like German arrested German hackers or do you want lesbians? Uh, I want them all. Uh, you're talking about Mr. Half Life. No, I'm talking about two different leagues. Yes, but the German arrested German. That's is, Mr. Half Life, right? So, uh, so first, first German hacker, then lesbians, or yeah, yeah. Okay, so probably the most infamous leak in video gaming history, I would say. It's pretty big. Is that uh, so? Half Life Two obviously had been in development for many years. Many years, eight-ish, right? Something like that. No, six. Six-ish. Okay, must be yeah. must be six. So it was announced at uh, E3 um, two, 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like it was the talk of the show. Everybody tried to see that demo. It was the thing to see. Yeah. And they announced back then it was coming out fairly shortly afterwards in September 2003. So only four, three, four months after. Yeah. E3, and then they had to delay the game, and in early October, so after the delayed release date, um, the Half-Life source code was leaked online, and shortly after a playable demo, and I think it, like, it really, at the time, it really undermined the the faith that people had in Valve, because the game that had supposedly been, you know, supposed to come out a month earlier, it was, like, obviously super unfinished, like, there was... Or even the stuff that people could play, like missing textures, yeah. all of like this orange box and stuff like that. So it, it was very clear that this game was far from being finished, despite like Valve saying, "Oh, it's almost finished," and we almost released it last month. Yeah. So that really, at the time, like uh, undermined I think people's people's trust in Valve. Um, also, gave you were talked about like how it really like it was a huge hit, of course, on on the dev team. Not right. only know that they were crunching and stuff like that, but also hearing them, like seeing that people like you know. Shit on We're it. angry on them for for like for, for lying supposedly, you know. Yeah. Quotation marks. Um, that was a huge thing, yeah. And then in March 2014, so six months later, a, a German hacker called Axel Gembe um, contacted uh, Gabe Newell and said, like, "Hey, you know, actually, I'm a fan. Like, I was, I'm just a super fan. Like, I didn't mean this to be malicious or anything. I didn't want to get you in trouble. I just want to share what it's all about." And um, then uh, Gabe Newell. Uh, I think according to his own mission, he worked with the FBI yeah. on a scheme to invite that guy because he was German to to Seattle for a job interview and then arrest him there. Um, but he was in fact before that before that could happen, he was arrested by German police, and I think he was sentenced to two years but probation. That is the that is remarkably similar to the plot. Who was the guy? Who was the warlord? The Comey. Uh, Coney, where's Coney? Coney. Yeah, that was remarkably similar to the plot to lure him out with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Like, invite him to lunch, and then the the, the, the army kills him. Yeah, like like this, like inviting somebody somewhere to, like, it sounds like a, a Mossad plot or something. That's so, a really, like, like Gabe as the honeypot femme fatale I'm really enjoying. I also really I'm, like I'm sure there's fan fiction about that. Gabe, Gabe Newell will fucking swat you. <laughs> so, yeah, he got, uh, he ended up only getting, like, two years in probation, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it, it was... And got a like, job in, in internet security. Well, but that was probably a very good, you know... I mean, like, that happens a lot, right? Like, a, a lot of, like, teen hackers or so later on moved into the white hat, of, white hat uh, according, side of, of stuff, security. According to my script treatment for my upcoming blockbuster summer film, Teen Hackers, yes. Very nice. Keep informed. Will do. Um, so, yeah, but I think that was the, the most infamous. That's pretty big, yeah. And then there is one other... Um, Happened a year before uh, Doom 3. Mm. It was shown at E3 2000, uh, 2002. Yeah. 
And shortly afterwards, in the summer, an early alpha of Doom, which included three completely playable levels, leaked online. And, um, and the reason why I mentioned lesbians, because like there's a there's a Penny Arcade comic about it, because I think it was... I can't remember what it was, but it was for that time a fairly large download size, of course, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, some people thought like, hey, what would be funnier than just packing up like a bunch of porn naming it Doom 3 Alpha or something and spreading it across you know, all the all the shareware sites. It's pretty fucking funny. So there is uh, there is a, a Penny Arcade comic where one of them is like, hey, what did you download? Um, uh, is it Doom? Like, that's what I first thought, but actually it's not. So what is it? It's like 300 megabytes of lesbians. You know, maybe for the best. Maybe for the best. So yeah, that was, uh, you know, the, those who, who try to, to try to grab illicit stuff forever wonder in the, in the veil of the shadow of porn. <laughs> Shadow of Porn, also my uh, my blockbuster summer. summer uh, here, I think it was never really clarified, but there was like implications or allegations that internally it told employees that this build was leaked by ATI. So one of their tech partners, again, you know, another source of like yeah. where, where other companies are involved with games these days and back then already. And um, yeah. I think I don't have it here because you know, maybe maybe it's not a leak in the sense that it's sensitive anymore, but as we record this. Um, over the weekend, there was a story that supposedly a playable build of StarCraft Ghost is out in the wild. Yeah, we got to find that, right? Or is that illegal to find? I don't know how that works. Scrupulously legal if, if to you, find. If you, know, if you know your legalese, please let us know. Do not fucking send me build links to StarCraft Ghost at projectilelunchcast. No, I'm just saying I have, a, I have a modded original Xbox. That's illegal. Arrest him. It's not. Okay, so I have two, two things. Yes. Uh, one... I'm almost surprised you didn't mention the hilarious uh, PlayStation Slim thing. PlayStation what? The sl- play- PS4 Slim. Oh, that was showed up like in the market in India or something. Yeah, yeah, like there was. Shit, there I was, just remember yeah. now that you mentioned. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, there was, there, there, was, was hard, like there that. was like YouTube video hardware reviews of that. <laughs> it just wasn't out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where somebody was like, "Hey, I thought this, but like, like it was like a market in India or something, right?" It was, uh, yeah, I mean, there they, there are unboxings of that thing. Yeah, like they found it, and then and then PlayStation just announced it normally. Yeah, that is like uh, there was some like it's not video games, but um, I play a a card game. Uh, like a like semi-collectible card game called Marvel Champions. Yeah. And recently somebody the put... it's a semi-collectible card game? It's a living card game. It's a technical God card game. God damn it. I'm so sorry But but, but recently somebody like put a an unannounced expansion on eBay. was like, hey, I'm selling this. It's in hand. We'll, yeah. we'll ship immediately. You know, that's like something like a, a finished physical... Pro- I mean, with video games, it's kind of different. Yeah. But like, again, with the, with the console, like having a, fit, a, a, a physical... Yeah, this is a thing I have. I'm holding Retail boxing everything yeah. ready to go and it hasn't been announced yet. That's... That should not happen. Yeah, what hero songs. was it? Uh, it was uh, Black Widow. I thought they announced nice. that. No. What? They didn't announce that. That was different. You're thinking of something. You're thinking of the riveting upcoming video game that we're both going to play together: Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix yeah. and Crystal Dynamics. Uh, I might have to relocate to Nintendo with my uncle. <laughs> Live, gonna live with your uncle at Nintendo. Uh, just real quick. And what was the other thing you said? Yeah. There were two things. There was yeah. the, the console. I wanted to know your thoughts on data mining, um, which is another type of leak that we didn't really get into. Hmm. Um, my take on that is usually uh, it's kind of like it's, it's your own fault of the death. You think? Like there, there's good reasons to have that stuff in there because you know it, it takes time to clean it out. Like yeah. sometimes you just want to spread out like bigger downloads over several updates or something. But in a way, you know, it, it is it is not anybody doing something illegal. It's stuff that you put on somebody's PC. 
And if they look through the files that you put on their PC, I can't really blame them, I guess. Ah, uh, wouldn't yeah. you think that's a fair like way to look? That's at that's it, actually one of the one of the things I was I was it was interested in because like uh, I'm not a build engineer, so I don't know what stuff is best to have on on a hard drive. Um, but but yeah, it, the the reason that it was interesting to me is because we both play Destiny, and it's almost as if they've incorporated that into their plans for half the stuff they do. It's like yeah, we'll announce it, but you know, let the data miners. Put their stuff out there first, and we'll, we'll just yeah, get around I, to it. I think like all multiplayer stuff, like it happens a ton with Apex. It happens a ton in, I think Battlefield has a lot of data mining going yeah. on. It, it was a lot with um, Call of Duty, right? So I think it's just. I mean, most most uh, live live just, games, right? Like yeah, they yeah. they need to have the patches at a certain time to ensure stability, and with that might come leaks. Yeah, and it's, again, it's just a ton of time to always sort out everything. Hey, what is all the content that maybe somebody has been working on for like future updates that, that like maybe is there some assets in there? Because a lot of times it's assets right. already, you know, because you, you shipped them early. Um, but yeah, again, like it's one of those things where as, as a dev, if it happens to me, like if, if I see data mining, I'm pissed. Yeah. In a sense of like, come on, man, like why, why the fuck you? But I'm also pissed on the fact that we put it in there ourselves. Yeah, I, I, but, I bet. But as I a bet. player, again, it's like I find it interesting. I, I bet a lot of it's it, pretty so. unavoidable. So yeah, you know, again, yeah. it's. I think data mining is is not is not the end of the world. Like it's, it just happens. It's it's a byproduct of the way game development works these days. Like with those frequent releases, I think. Makes sense. Speaking like, of the so, end of the world, like, like I've, I've almost I've almost monologued now as I was planning to last week. Unfortunately, I couldn't do that when we skipped the episode yeah. because I I know no tech. Yeah. Um, what is your take on all of this? Like, you, I've, I've said, like, I, I love it as a player. Or like, I like talking about discussing leaks as a player. I hate it as a dev. What is your take? You, you don't work in communications. Uh, I don't work in communications. So it doesn't directly torpedo or ruin your plans for something. So how do you feel about all of this? Um, it, it, it has to be... Somebody has to enjoy that hobby. Um, almost like you'd enjoy soap operas. Like, if I... Like, personally, if a consumer side, somebody's going to come out with a leak and they're like, Yo... Get this. They're working on a new Assassin's Creed. Like, whoa. I mean, you that got me to tell you all about leaks anyways. I mean, yeah. You, 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 and luckily, what that does is it means that I don't have to hear it from other people. Or, you know, it limits my exposure to the internet, which always makes me happier. Um, it's a, it, it, I can echo what you're saying for the team. It sucks for the team. Those guys don't like to see it. People take a lot more pride in their projects than, than I do, where my only source of pride is belittling others. But, um... Like, yeah, it, it, you know, think about that. It, it does kind of break them down. Um, there's a level of sadness to whoever would post fake leaks that I think is unparalleled in a lot of places that's, on the internet. That's, that's, yes, especially really, really, like, really put a lot of effort into it. Like the, the fake <laughs> leaks, you're like, have you considered getting a girl or boyfriend? Maybe No, no, like the more maybe effort, a pet? the less Maybe sad. a plant. Maybe the, that's like the, la- that the most be. you can aspire to. The more effort, the more proud I am of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if somebody's going to read... But doesn't it also make you kind of sad in a way? Like, like you can uh, be proud, but it's sad? No, no, no. Like the saddest ones are just like the... My like, uncle works in general. Yeah, exactly. Like here's a list, you know, and I got like one thing right. You guys believe me, whatever. Time will be on my, like that, that stuff. I love like how like, there, there's a, a few though. key things that I think like make it really easy to spot fake leaks. Yeah. Um, that yeah, like like often it's like, come on, at least if, you, if you're going to be this tragic with your life, just put like more than two minutes, maybe put three minutes of effort into it. That, that seems like, Have fun that with already it. seems like a lot. Have a lot fun of, with I, could, it. I could do a fake screenshot. Full fake trailer. I have a good time with it. Um, no, I, I like, but this is my same thing. Like with, 
with even marketing campaigns like game announcements is like the the hypest i get is like oh cool i'll probably you know i'll probably be interested in that and trailers like if it's not gameplay i'm like oh, yeah. i can get hype for both of us you can get yeah you you carry the hype train for for both of us you know like put put the game out show me what it is and i'll give you money and I'll, then i'll play it but so yeah, consumer side like it doesn't do it doesn't do a ton for me. And like even even then it's a, it's a fun 2 second conversation and then I just kind of forget about it. But uh but yeah, for the team, it's rough on those poor guys. And then they they're like they're like but Richard, you know, they they leaked our game and I'm like get back to fucking work. I'm going to send you to the coding mines if you keep talking up. That's right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get Gabe Newell to swat you. <laughs> Don't make me tell you about Randy. <laughs> Don't make me don't make me tell Randy where me, yeah. you live. Where you you don't want to see the eye of, of Pitchford come come on you. Okay, fair enough. So yeah. if people want to give you feedback or like their thoughts on all of this, where could they reach you these what do you days? Mean? On, 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 Twitter? on Twitter, for example. Well, they, yeah, they just use my, my standard. As, as every week, so your standards? Yeah, my, my, it's been the same for a while. My, my standard Twitter handle, at uh, Jason Fire. Uh, my new mixtape, Blood, Sweat, and the Pistols. Come get it. Uh, we only do game leak related rap mixtapes, hard style. They would be fucking amazing. Yeah. I would love to hear one of these. Yeah, one of them one of these days. Actually. Sure, sure. It's easy. You can start there. There's a whole catalog. Uh, Swataku. That's another one. Not bad. Okay, so dear listeners, if as always you would like to talk to me, you can do so on Twitter at com underscore raven. Or if you want to talk to all of us or maybe make suggestions for future topics, have questions, comments of, or like, you know, just think that it's really about time that Richard trimmed his beard. Never. You can do so at projectorlunchcast at gmail.com, I believe. Is that the right one? Yes. Excellent. Yeah, so again, sorry about not having an episode last week. Uh, Richard was busy munching Don't burgers. Don't dare blame me for this. In France. And uh, I really, I have no fucking clue about how the recording works. We had to, magic. We had to, yeah. You, you still did a podcast. You just sat at your desk and talked to the ceiling for an hour. Yes, I sat here talking to an hour. And then afterwards, I was like, these things record by themselves, right? Yeah, right? That's all it takes. Damn it. So yeah, uh, sorry about that. But we, we are back on track. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. And until then, say something about Todd Howard quick. Uh, he probably leaked a bunch of shit, didn't he? I don't think so. There's been Bethesda leaks. But not by thought. There was like, for a while, there was a 40-minute gameplay video of Fallout 4 that they put on Pornhub, because on Pornhub, it is, I guess it's harder to do in DMCA than, than YouTube. So that's... A lot of people these days upload video game leaks to Pornhub. That's what I heard in Sunday Church. I mean, that's why I'm there, just looking for video game leaks. Until next week. Uh. Be the old school. Yeah, old school. We be old school. Yeah, old school. Been getting that money for a girl, sweet honey. Got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked on her door, she said, What you waiting for? I heard you was looking for a king.